Welcome to the Link Adelaide podcast, today with another interview from a fringe artist from the 2012 Adelaide Fringe Festival. And I'm joined by amazing local puppeteer Gabrielle Griffin, who has a show at the 2012 Adelaide Fringe Festival, Pegging Up the Sky. Um, how are you doing? I'm good, thanks, Stephen. How are you? All right, thank you. Um, now, we uh, have the opening of the uh, 2012 uh, Fringe tonight, um, and uh, you kind of amazed a lot of people last year with uh, some of your work during titters. Um, thank you, thank you. Pegging up the sky, do you have some more puppetry in there and what's it all about? Yep, so it's a half hour show mm-hmm. and the work that I did in titters, I did a five minute extract from Pegging up the sky. So I did a five minute sexy, funny kind of dance. Yeah. Which um, which went down really well at titters. So if you, if you saw that and you enjoyed it, I'm doing a full half an hour show of with that big blue puppet, mm-hmm. and there's no words, uh, but it still manages to be funny and sad and touching, and it's about an old lady sort of looking back on her life. Yeah. And uh, there's some great music in it. So I've got jazz music and there's some silences, and it's, yeah, it's an interesting... This is, I've, I've done it a lot. I've taken it... I've done it two seasons in Adelaide, mm-hmm. and I've toured it across the Nullarbor to Perth, and I went to the World Puppetry festival there in 2008 with it mm-hmm. and um yeah so it's been around the traps and i've just been adding i've added another five minute scene and i've added lots more little detail to this sort of new souped up version so i'm quite excited about it now yeah fantastic nice to revisit it and, yeah yeah and now, i mean how did you get started in puppetry um, I, I've been performing for about 20 years, which is starting to sound like a really long time. <laughs> and, um, and in 2003, I was performing at a festival up in New South Wales where I used to live. And I was supposed to be a big sunset cloud. And, um, and I was sitting down pretending to be a cloud. And some adult puppeteers came and performed in front of me. And they were reading newspapers. And then they turned them into a butterfly and a dragon. And I just... I was so delighted that I couldn't keep my professional persona and I was really surprised at how at how delighted I was by what by what I saw in front of my eyes and so I sort of went bouncing up to them in the dressing room afterwards and said, Oh, you know, you guys are amazing. I've never seen anything like that. They were from Melbourne mm. and they sort of they sort of said, Oh, maybe you need to audition for our new show and so I tried and I because I thought I would never get it, I just sort of went in there with a gung ho attitude and had loads of fun and they decided that they wanted me. So um, I've been obsessed by adult puppetry since then. That was 2003, so nearly 10 years. Yeah. And um, I've travelled all around Australia, and I've gone over to Asia, Singapore, Korea, England, France, Scotland, Slovenia, um, doing puppetry, seeing puppetry. Um, yeah, having a great adult puppetry sort of a time of it. <laughs> wow. And so, I mean, I guess part of you would have trained in how to manipulate the puppets and create characters through puppets just through on-the-job yeah, experience? Yeah, I mean, yes, I've got lots of on-the-job experience. I mean, I'm a trained dancer, so I have a great understanding of how the body works and how the body moves, and the puppetry that I'm particularly interested in is about making the puppet move like a human being, mm. but also getting her to do other things that humans can't really do, like, you know, she shimmies up a pole and she slides down horizontally. I mean, obviously humans don't slide down horizontally but that's that's the humor in it that's what that's what's funny puppets can do anything you can make them fly you can make them die mm. um so yeah my training has all been on the job i'm i'm i've seen so many shows especially in europe there's a big strong culture of adult puppetry in europe in france 
um, you know, in Germany, in, in Prague. It's, it goes back centuries over there. I mean, I have a Frenchman staying with me at the moment for the Fringe, and he's also performing in the Puppet Palace, which is where I'm doing my show. Yeah. And uh, he's doing Punch and Judy work, and, he, you know, he was talking about the history of his show, and he said, you know, we've been doing 500 years of, of Punch and Judy in Europe. And I sort of laughed and said, wow, we've only been in Australia for about 230 or something. I mean, it's, you know, there's a completely different culture Mm. in Europe. So I, I've been told my work is a bit European. I'm, I'm, I'm sort of influenced by the subjects of, you know, death and um, loss and um, love and, you know, sort of grown-up themes, which yeah. is why I don't like to perform to children. I mean, I'd get a lot more money and I'd get a lot more shows if I if I did work for kids, but I'm not interested in that. I, I like the sort of the darker, deeper themes that I've grown mm. up experience <laughs> yeah and there's i mean there's something really really beautiful about re-experiencing puppetry as an adult and experiencing puppets that are created for and performing for adults rather than children may still get that sense of wonder yeah but... yeah and I, that's that's what really delighted me and actually inspired me last year during the fringe i mean you never know what you're going to experience during the fringe and that's a great thing people take punts on shows and they just go along and see and i think that there were a lot of people were not expecting to see a puppet, a puppetry performance in an ad, an, a female stand-up comedy night. Especially, mm. you know, I'm not talking, and and I was really surprised that the men who came up to me afterwards and sort of, you know, grabbed me by the arm and said that was really very clever and very wonderful, and they were really delighted by by what they'd seen. And the whole point for me is that it's their imagination that makes the puppet work so well because they see her as breathing and, okay, yeah, I'm moving her and I've got some good moves, but they're the ones that invest in, mm. in her seeming to be alive. And that's what I find so delightful when I watch um, adults, particularly men, get delighted. And, it's, yeah, you, like you say, you sort of reconnect with some kind of childish wonderment. And I think that's a wonderful experience. And mm. You know, if I can make two or three people in the front row have a really great night and experience some childish wonderment, well, I'm pretty happy. I, I'm I'm going to go home satisfied. Yeah. Great. And um, what what other projects are you working on at the moment? Um, at the moment, I'm just doing this, and I'm just doing one week only. So there's only six shows. Uh, yeah. So I open on Tuesday and I close on Sunday. So don't miss out. Um, and I've, I've just finished a sort of two-year process, a big show that I did last year out down at Port Adelaide at Vital Statistics. And I've just been enjoying having a bit of a relaxation. And yeah. having said that, though, I do have another show that's percolating around in my brain, which won't quite seem to go away. But I want to, it's only going to be for two people in the audience. So I only want two people to see it at a time. So it'll be me and two people in a little booth, and we'll be kind of closed in. And um, yeah, I shouldn't say any more, but that's that's an idea that I have in my in my brain. Yeah, and again, that'd just be for adults, an adult puppetry show. Yeah, that'd be marvelous. Yeah, there have been whole like whole festivals about um, sort of one-on-one theatrical experiences. So I mean, it's not done very much over here in Adelaide, but uh, I know there are sort of big things, and it's a totally different experience where. You, yeah, you can't go away, and yeah, it sounds fascinating. Yeah, and you and you can't you can't sort of sit back and be a lazy audience member. You know, you have to be. It's right there. It's in your face. And in my show, I want people to make choices about what happens next. So I would like the the, the two audience members to just. So I'm going to give them choices 
you know, the character can do A or B, and so I want them to be really engaged in what's happening. And the choices, I hope, are going to be based on their own personal experiences. So I'm, I'm trying to work out how to make it happen. Mm. Um, I need to speak to a really good dramaturg and a really good director. Because, <laughs> I, I mean, I think I, I have the ideas and then I have a certain very specific set of skills, mm. but then I need other people with other skills. And, I mean, that's like making any theatre work. The, the best yeah. work is when there's a team of great people who are each passionate about their little section and it all comes together and makes, you know, bakes the most amazing cake. Oh, um, yeah. Beautiful. I mean, that's yeah, so exciting. We won't go into any more of that now because it's uh, all about picking up the sky, which is uh, your current show that is, um, you know, in many ways indescribable in terms of you know the emotion, the simplicity, and the depth of character that you, you find uh, with the puppet. I think, I mean, you personally, I think, dis- disappear rather quickly. Um, yeah. Into the Thanks. into the background. Which is yeah. a compliment because you yes, <laughs> what you is. want oh, to happen. It's what I'm, it's exactly, it's what I'm trying to do. Yeah, no, um, that's great. Thanks, Stephen. Yeah, I mean, and it's, that's again interesting for people that they can see me. I'm right there. I've got my hands on the puppet, and yet still I disappear. Yeah. And you know that is. I mean, it helps that she's bright blue and I'm not. But it's still it is a skill, and it takes a lot of. Um, it, it does take experience, and, it, and it's hard work too to, mm. to make people not look at me. But yeah, when it works, it. It's thrilling, yeah, for, for me and for the audience. Yeah. And for the puppet, she loves it. She's, she's a bit of a drama queen. She likes it all. She I likes mean, the attention. You've got quite a lot of uh, very vocal puppets on Facebook and all that kind of gear as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I have another puppet who has her own Facebook page. That's from my previous show. And she has, t- she has more friends than me. And uh, she has been, she ha- I know, how did that happen? And she has been promoting this spin show for me, but at the same time, she's kind of bagging it because she's not in it. And I think it's great. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who's going to take responsibility for that. I mean, it is probably me doing it at midnight or something, but it could just be the puppet. I'm not sure. I'm not going to go into it. No, I mean, puppets, <laughs> puppets are very talented things. They will take over as well. Yes, they were given half a chance. They oh. would, and they probably do a lot better job than the politicians we have in charge at the moment. Well, they're just a different kind of puppet, really. <laughs> this is true. This is true. <laughs> All right, Gabrielle, I'll better let you go. Uh, your show, uh, Picking Up the Sky, is uh, comes highly, highly, highly recommended. Uh, plays Gluttony's Puppet Palace from uh, Tuesday, the twenty eighth of February, through till Sunday, the fourth of March. It's uh, nine o'clock shows, just over half an hour, adults only, and. Um, yeah, just just go. Um, particularly oh, to adelaidefringe.com.au and more details at linkadelaide.com.au. Uh, Gabrielle, thank you very much for your time. Thank you so much, Stephen. Bye-bye. For more on this show and 922 others, check our website, linkadelaide.com.au, or you can find them all at adelaidefringe.com.au. And for the latest news and info from Link Adelaide, be sure to like us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash linkadelaide.